guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 2020. What a year, eh? I know it's been tough. It's been tough for everybody. And yet, here we are. We made it. 2020 was the year that I decided to create this podcast. I've been thinking about it, but I finally took the jump. And man, I am so glad that I did. I've been incredibly blessed to have interviewed five amazing and passionate just really incredible women who saw something they could do and decided, yeah, I'm doing that. One thing I always ask my interviewees is for a piece of advice, both the advice that they received that made an impact on them or stuck with them somehow through the years, and also for the advice that they would give to someone else. Someone who, like us, is moving on through the journey. And the advice given has been as different as the women and the industries that they work in have been. And I love that. I love the fact that we get to sit here and follow their clues, you know? Like, there's that expression that success leaves a trail or leaves clues. And these women that I've had the great fortune to meet or interview, they have been so generous with their advice, dropping clues for the rest of us to help us along in our success, whatever stage of the game we're at. So I thought that for my end of the year wrap up, I would take those pieces of advice and I would put them together so that whether you've been listening for months, in which case, oh my God, thank you so much. Or this is your first episode, in which case, oh my God, thank you so much you'd have a little taste of what I've been learning from other women. And part of my whole ethos behind this podcast has been community, hence the name, right? I love how women are able to work together and we don't hide anything. We don't keep anything from each other. We're willing to work together and share what has helped us along the way in hopes that it will also help you. 
And I'm so pleased, I'm so grateful to have started this journey with the amazing women who have joined me. And I'm excited about the incredible people I've got lined up for next year already. And I'm thrilled to bits and pieces. I cannot express how grateful I am that you are listening today and hopefully have listened in the past and will continue to listen into the future. So here we go. Pieces of advice from five amazing female entrepreneurs. Hey, I'm Janice and welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get into today's episode. First up is Karen Howley from way back in episode three. Karen is an immigration lawyer here in Canada and she is the owner of CRT Legal. If you were looking for immigration advice, she's definitely my number one phone call. But she's also incredibly passionate about helping other entrepreneurs in their journeys. So she's also a great one to reach out to if you've got questions about starting your own business. I'll put Karen's contact details in the show notes, but you can just Google CRT Legal and you'll get her. Now let's hear what Karen had to say. And wisdom, wisdom, no, no more wisdom. No wisdom. (laughs) I think really the most important thing that people need to remember is that you are not the first person to go on this journey, right? You know, others have been there before. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, but you need to lean on those people who have that experience. And if you find that you are alone in this, reach out, touch another entrepreneur's shoulder because they'll be guaranteed they'll be happy to, to talk to you and point yeah. you in the right Like type of industry, I think is irrelevant, really. Every industry has its own little pockets of different minutiae, right? Yeah. But overall, what holds all of these things together is a common experience, like you were saying, right? So really, the only the only thing I would say to people is connect, 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 relationships, relationships. And on all fronts, it's not just singular focused relationship, right? It's relationship with your clients, relationships with your suppliers, relationships with other businesses, be they similar or completely different, right? Those things all make kind of a healthy ecosystem. Next up is Robin Eisner Cantfell from episode 17. Robin is the woman who age 17, yep, still in high school, answered an ad in the local community bulletin for someone to teach dance class to a couple of local children. She took that dance class and she grew it into a 25 year plus still counting, career as a dance studio director, as well as creating a partnership in a major dance education and production company, all in my home province of Nova Scotia, Canada. Robin has consistently shown herself to be a real people person. Her attitude towards management, towards structure of her business, towards the way she operates, both inside her company as well as in her community, I think that That whole package is why this episode, number 17, was one of my, and still is, one of my more popular episodes. Her ability to convey how much she loves what she does really strikes a chord with people. Accordingly, her advice is good. So have a listen. Well, I think 
I think having a better understanding of accounting <laughs> and marketing and, you know, actual skill, those skills would have been incredibly helpful at the beginning. And like I said, I've since taken, you know, courses and workshops and I have been trained in databases and that sort of thing to help me deal with that side of the business. But having, having that knowledge earlier on would have been helpful. Because when I did take courses, it was out of a pure, you know, need of, oh my God, I need to figure out how to do this because this is insane. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, what I'm doing right now clearly isn't working and I need to figure this out. So that's how a lot of my training in business came about was right. my understanding that I really wasn't that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then just taking those steps to you know, even a little bit of knowledge and those simple things would have been helpful early on. What was the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? The best piece of advice? Oh my goodness. Well, people give me advice all the time. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. It's funny, you know, as I've gotten older in business, um, when you're younger, you know, as a, as, as a 17 year old, you know, just starting out and even in my early 20s, you know, as a young female in business, how people talk to you is different than now as, as a 40-some-year-old woman. I find that because I'm now older than a lot of, our, a lot of the, the people I deal with, the conversations are different because, and, and my, my perception of what I know is different. Um, but I would have to say the best advice I ever got is to stop every now and then. I generally do it at the end of a dance season, so at the end of a year, and reassess what worked that year, what didn't work. So even a year that seemed to run very smoothly, there's always room for improvement. So I, I would have to say that's my best, that's been my best advice. I'm always reassessing, checking in with my staff and saying, what do you think we can do next year to make this work even, even better? Because there's always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. So... Never, I guess, never becoming complacent because, you know, you, you can always make things better and run and run smoother. So the second you start thinking, oh, I have it all figured out, that's when you don't. <laughs> so that would have to be the best advice I've ever gotten. And would that be the advice that you would pass on to other people starting out their companies or in the beginning stages? Or is there a different piece of advice that you would add? Well, I definitely give that advice. Um, I think I'd also give the advice, and I kind of referenced this earlier, is right away to create boundaries between your business life and your personal life in, in some way. Um, that may look different for different people, but I would say if you can create boundaries right away, then you're not trying to figure out how to do that once you're in, in the craziness of running a business. You know, for me, I didn't do that until later on, and... It was after I had my first child that I, that I thought, okay, I need some boundaries here. You know, I, I, can't, I can't be talking to our clients on the phone when I have a screaming baby that I'm trying to settle, right? So, yeah. so I, after I had my first child, I really started to put those boundaries in place. So it would have been nice if those boundaries had have been there before I had children. So that, that's the advice I would give, I think, just to be clear about what those boundaries are. And they may change every year. So maybe reassess what they are every year. 
Next is Stacy Tompkins of Stacy Tompkins Photography. We spoke back in episode 19. Now, this is a busy woman. She's a mom. She is an LPN. And then in her spare time, she runs a successful photography business. First of all, my interview with Stacy took four tries. Technology was not my friend that day. And Stacy was incredibly <laughs> generous with her time and very understanding. And I understand why that this was not um, an anomaly for her, that this is actually her approach to life and to business. This interview was really uh, philosophical, and I was not expecting that. I was expecting a little bit more grounded. I was expecting, I didn't really know, but I loved every minute of this interview. It was so heartfelt and thoughtful. I think that's what I took away from it, is how thoughtful and how intentional Stacy is when she approaches life and her business. So Stacy's advice is also thoughtful and intentional. Have a listen. I mean, again, like like I said before, is is to to do me, me for sure. Practice balance. Would you have any advice to give someone who's starting out their own business? Just make sure you're taking care of yourself too. Work hard. Connect with the right people. And people aren't going to find you unless you put yourself out there. Because there's a lot of of businesses. We've all known of businesses in our times that have opened up shop. And um, then you see a year later or three years later that they're closing their doors. And you're like, I didn't even know that existed. How are people going to know about you if you don't put yourself out there? And unfortunately, often that involves a cost. Sometimes you have to um, market um, and spend some money to market. Um, Sometimes you have to do some promotion items. But if you're not prepared to do that, don't start business because you have to put yourself out there. If not, Mm -hmm. it's not worth it because just won't get, people won't know about you. I would say um, for entrepreneurs specifically tracking, because there's all different pieces to habit change and habit creation. And that's why I'm a coach and that's why I do what I do. Those are the words of Susie Rains of Rains.com and Rains Wellness. Susie, so far, is the only person who has come on the podcast twice. She's a habits coach, and I generally find her information to be practical, logical, and above all, incredibly helpful. This clip comes from episode 23, when Susie came on to talk about time management. Susie also came back in episode 29, where she gave a brief masterclass in budgeting. When it comes to wanting to move forward and actually move the needle and see where you're at, using some form of tracking. So whether it's a physical day timer that you write down what it is you're working on, you're using my app and the coaching through that where you're actually writing down, this is what I want to accomplish in this week and then telling yourself, how did it go? And like evaluating that. So you have a record. So you can go back and look at week one and go, look how excited I was. And then you can look at week two and go, ooh, I struggled that week. And then you can look at week three and be like, okay, I'm starting to get with the program. You know, this is happening. Knowledge is power. And again, it goes back to, you know, language. Mm -hmm. What are you saying? You know, what are you saying to yourself every day? And even if it's just writing one thing down, keeping a record of some sort of what you're working on so that you can see your success. 
and see that you're moving forward. Because without recording it, we tend to exaggerate or minimize. So we may think that we're doing a really good job when we're not, or we may think that we're not doing a very good job when we're doing great, but we have no way of knowing. And entrepreneurs, we have a million things happening all at the same time. Yeah. So I, the first thing that I tell people is, how are you going to track what it is that we're doing in your life right now? What is it? What are, how are we going to track this habit creation or habit change? Because tracking, I believe, is the best thing that you can do. My last new interview of 2020 was with Tasia Haste. Tasia is amazing. I don't even know how else to say this. I found her on Instagram, believe it or not. So I guess it's proof that if you are consistent and if you show up with stellar content, you will be noticed. People will take you seriously. People will come and investigate what it is you actually do. And Tasia, man, she does Instagram like she could be giving classes on it. I found her approach to business to be phenomenal. Her sole intention in what she does is to help her customer. And when I say intention, I mean she is focused and consciously intent to bring her customers, her clients, the absolute best for what they need. So let's hear what Tasia Haste of Your Hope Fitness has to give for advice. So I would say the the best piece of advice is show up when you don't want to in business, especially as you're starting out, there are going to be highs and lows. That's just the the nature of the game, especially as uh, someone that's just beginning out. And it's so easy to be energetic, to be joyful when you're on a high, you know, you've maybe you've got some momentum in your business. You're starting to feel like there are so many opportunities, so much hope ahead, and it's easy to show up then. But it's not easy to show up when, you know, maybe a call didn't turn out the way you want or you realize like something came up in your personal life and the consistency is kind of sucked a little bit in the business. But those are the moments that you need to tell yourself like, okay, maybe I'm not going to show up as a 10 out of 10, but can I show up as a 7 out of 10? Because at the end of the day, that is still so much better and that is still going to progress you forward. And the people that consistently choose to show up in any way that they're capable during the moments that don't feel easy, the moments that are not as bright, they are the ones that are going to pull ahead and they're going to get to a point of sustainability and just that reward that they've been working for from the beginning. So I would say that's my biggest piece of advice. Not always easy, but definitely worth it. It's easy to show up when it's easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everything in life, right? Whether yeah. it's business, personal, it, uh, it really works together. <laughs> <laughs> and is there any other advice that you would give to other female entrepreneurs who are just starting out on their business? Um, I would really say just, you know, take things one day at a time. A business is a a big, you know, you're creating this big system at the end of the day. And when you look at a system, there are a lot of parts to it. So if you're always kind of uh, thinking about it as this really big hole, it can be very overwhelming. So 
I really suggest just breaking things into one day at a time. What is my intention? What is going to put push me forward to the next day and set me up for success. And just if you can kind of like break things down, make them smaller in your mind, it's not going to feel overwhelming. It will take less of your energy because you're focusing on what you need to focus on rather on things that you're not ready to do yet, yet they're still taking energy from you. And there you have it. My first five interviews of 2020, the first five of this podcast but not the last five. Those women all inspire me and I have learned from each of them. I hope you enjoyed their advice and take what you need to help you move into 2021. And again, thank you for joining me, be it just for today or for all the episodes you've listened to. Hopefully this isn't the last as I've taken my own advice and I'm working on my plans for next year. But until then, I wish you all of the love, health, and happiness the world has to offer, and much success in the years to come. I'll talk to you next week. Do you struggle sometimes with what you should post on social for your business? What if you could quickly and easily decide on what you're going to post on all of the feeds by using some simple prompts? What if those prompts were reusable and would create unique posts each time? with no extra thought required on your part. Sound good? Well, my friend, I've created the ultimate guide in my five unique social media posts ideas to help you to do just that. Yeah, but Jan, I can listen to your 15-minute podcast, but I don't have the time to pre-plan a social calendar right now. Plus, I really don't even know what I'd post about that people might actually care to stop and read. I hear you. Time to plan and create content is the number one reason why people stick with posting the same few things over and over or just don't post as much as they'd like, which is why I created my five unique social media post guide, because you can easily reuse these ideas multiple times each, resulting in over 50 new posts from these five prompts, and they can be used on all of your social channels. So get instant access to my five unique social media post guide janicefogarty.com and download your guide today for a better social feed with less stress. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.